Roxo Media House. Today is an exciting day for TCU women's basketball, TCU athletics, and TCU, the TCU community as a whole, as we introduce our new head women's basketball coach, Mark Campbell. Um, first, to the fans, to the former players, to our alums, I want to say we heard you. We heard you loud and clear. We understand um, you're hungry to win. I'm hungry to win. I know you want to see improvement. And I know you want to bring excitement back to women's basketball here at TCU. Today we are taking a giant step towards all that, I assure you. This is Frogs Today. And now here's your host, the voice of the TCU Horn Frogs, Brian Estridge. Welcome into the Friday edition of Frogs Today. We come to you right now from Schollmeyer Arena. This is going to be a basketball-intensive show. Yes, the Horned Frogs fell in the NCAA tournament on the men's side. Jamie Dixon and his staff out recruiting already, as a matter of fact. A couple of holes to fill. We'll find out more about that as the next couple of weeks go on. P.J. Haggerty is in the transfer portal. We do know that right now for TCU. So one spot there for Jamie Dixon to look at. Could be others. We'll find out here in the coming weeks. But this one, intensive about women's basketball. Mark Campbell's been named the new head women's basketball coach at TCU. We're going to talk about that in more detail a little bit later on as well. But right now, let's get you up to date on some news and notes with regard to TCU athletics. And let's start with that number one ranked beach volleyball team. They continue to just roll opponents. Uh, Hector Gutierrez's team coming up this weekend has a huge uh, opportunity against three ranked foes. That's right. California's in town. They're number nine. Florida Atlantic's in town. They're number 15. Grand Canyon's in town on Saturday. That's number six. And then Texas on Saturday as well. So two games on Friday, two games on Saturday for beach volleyball. Hector Gutierrez, the head coach, says they're ready for the challenge. Well, yeah, we are. We're ready. We've been up for the challenge since the uh, season started it. And um, now that we're, we're number one, we're even, even more since we have a big target in our backs. And obviously everyone wants to take number one down. And, and, but yeah, we're ready. We, we scheduled this uh, last year, so wasn't thinking about uh, rankings or anything. We just like to always play the best. And, and we're ready because we understand that um, they're going to come hard on us, but we know we're going to play hard too. So it's, it's going to be really exciting weekend for us. I got here in 2015. It's been building from, from that year. And, um, and we're in a stage that um, that's what I was vision when I got here and they hired me, like somewhere that you want to come here, you you know you're going to be treated well and treated like a top athlete, you know, regardless of the level, regardless of your class, you're going to be treated as a top athlete and a top student at TCU. And um, and that's what we're doing. You know, we take care of each other. We, we like to make them feel important, all of them. I know it's a lot of girls that don't play, but, um, but we, we try to make them understand that the role made that year is, is not playing, is helping the team and other, in other ways. And, and that's the most important thing for us coaches because people is taking that role and trusting us. And then you can see it, like you said, on the culture of the team and the culture of the, of the girls. Baseball's back in action this weekend as well, uh, coming off a 9-2 victory over Northwestern in a midweek game. Brayden Sloan with six solid innings, got the win, got a couple of homers as well from Luke Boyers and Cole Fontanelli, each of those homered for the Horned Frogs. Now it's a three-game set with Kansas starting Friday night as we get ready for Big 12 play. That's a 
home opener for Big 12 play. Frogs have already taken on Oklahoma, of course, in Big 12 action. But now Kansas comes calling on Friday night for that three-game set. Uh, men's tennis is underway as well. Obviously, we know that. Uh, David Rudini's team outside now lost their first one to Texas, by the way. Texas was in town. Frogs number one of the country. Uh, Texas wins that non-conference duel. That's right. It was a non-conference duel. So don't worry about the Big 12 standings. Four to one in that one. They'll be back in action following the conclusion of TCU's women's tennis match versus Kansas State. That's coming up on Friday. Swimming and diving has three representatives at the NCAA championships as well. David Ekdahl, Alec Hubbard, and Jaden Willis are all there representing the Horned Frogs this weekend. We'll have their results for you next week here on Frogs Today. Spring football, of course, underway under head coach Sonny Dykes. We are following that every day with our Frogs Today daily. That's right. You just log on to frogstoday.com. You'll find daily updates on what's happening as far as spring football is concerned. A lot of energy out there coming up this weekend. We'll hear from Chandler Morris, the quarterback of the Horned Frogs. So stick right here to frogstoday.com. All right. We mentioned it was a basketball intensive show today. That's thanks to the brand new women's basketball coach here at TCU. Named earlier in the week, Mark Campbell is the eighth head coach in TCU women's basketball history. The former head man at Sacramento State, long time assistant at Oregon takes over in Fort Worth. His press conference was Thursday and it went like this. I've been a part of three major rebuilding projects. Um, in 2010, we took over Oregon State that had one player um, on the roster and, and uh, they tried to cancel the program. And uh, um, we were able to build that into a, a program that was a Final Four program, a program that won multiple Pac-12 championships. Um, and I, I can't thank Coach Ruick enough for allowing me to be a part of his program and, and be in the trenches with him. And, and um, there was a lot of great life lessons um, that I take away from that experience. And after we re rebuilt that program, I got hired to, to go help the University of Oregon build a program uh, that had gone 4-26 and 26 before we took it over. And uh, we turned that program into the, one of the premier college basketball programs in our country. In 2020, we had the number one team in the country and COVID hit. And uh, that group, we didn't get a chance to compete for a national championship, but um, I'm pretty sure no one will stop us that season. And after University of Oregon and Coach Graves, thank you for allowing me to be a part of your program and, and build that thing. And um, that was an amazing seven year ride. Um, and after that, I got a chance to, to become a head coach for my first time and um, went to Sac State and. That was a three-win program um, that was at rock bottom. And it took two years to, to turn that thing around. And I already mentioned the amazing players and, and people that were involved in that. But all of those life experiences um, have prepared me for this rebuild. This place, I, I've, I've had a lot of different opportunities, and I've been very selective with each step in my journey. But TCU has everything in place to win at the highest level, which is clearly evident across the board. Every sport at TCU is competing for championships and winning at the highest level, except for the women's basketball program. And we're going to get that fixed. Um, TCU has a passionate fan base um, with incredible support. It has elite facilities and resources, and it has an elite location. Texas for women's basketball is an absolute hotbed. It has some of the best coaches at the high school level. 
and it has some of the most elite summer travel program coaches. And our staff is beyond excited to dive into that and, and get going on the recruiting trail. Three goals I have for our program. Graduate 100% of our student athletes. Compete for Big 12 titles, because if you're doing that, you're competing for national championships. And to make sure these student athletes have the best four or five years of their life. That's Mark Campbell meeting the media for the first time here in Fort Worth. We get a chance now to sit down with a one-on-one -on -one exclusive with the new head women's basketball coach, Mark Campbell, one-on-one, -on -one, when Frogs Today continues after this timeout. The Flying Tea Club provides the everyday TCU fan and alum the ability to specifically support TCU student-athletes. Flying Tea Club offers three levels of memberships. The Flying Tea Club is a nonprofit organization supporting the brand development of TCU student-athletes through a series of unique event-based networking opportunities, which are exclusive to our members. These events provide a great social engagement tool for our members and student athletes alike. Follow them on Instagram at Flying Tea Club or online at flyingteaclub.com. Dave's Hot Chicken is a cult favorite and now has two locations in Fort Worth, Bryant Irvin Road on I-20 and Berry Street at TCU, both owned and operated by Horned Frogs. Mention the Frogs Today show and get 10% off anytime and order online at daveshotchicken.com. This is Cowtown Headache Center, a neurology clinic that specializes in headache medicine. We offer standard oral medications, we offer trigger point injections, we offer multiple nerve blocks, we offer infusions both for prevention medication and for acute relief. My name is Andrew Levere. I'm a physician assistant that has a special certification from the National Headache Foundation in headache medicine. Patients are pretty shocked when I tell them we have tons of options for them and that we can do better than what they're doing. Uh, I don't just tell you, here's one medicine we're gonna try, I'll give them options. And then ultimately, we choose together as a provider and patient. It's very satisfying to know that we're changing people's lives. Well, welcome to Fort Worth, man. Thank you, excited to be here. Well, you're walking out on the Showmeyer Arena here for the first time. What do you think? It's purple, it's beautiful. <laughs> Unbelievable. I got to watch uh, a couple of the, the games on TV and this place gets rocking. Yes. Yes, it does. It's a great fan base. You're going to find that. They, they, and they love basketball. Uh, they've really gotten into it. And credit to Coach Dixon and all the ones before. But, I mean, it is a great atmosphere when it's full. Passionate. Yeah. And the student section was nuts. Oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, the Frog Army. We like to call them the Frog Army. The Frog Army. Army. Yeah, I like it's, it. Uh, so good to use to that. You got a couple of minutes to chat? Yeah. Let's walk over here and talk a little bit. Well, as we said, welcome to Fort Worth. Let's, I want to dive right in, man, because I know you're a basketball junkie, and I am too. What can TCU fans expect out of a Mark Campbell basketball team? Uh, it's going to be a selfless group. Um, the last two years, we've led college basketball in pick and rolls, um, and we started calling it pick and roll university. Yeah. Um, but we're going to spread the court and, and uh, have four shooters play four out one in. You've you got to have a good balance uh, to be efficient offensively. And, uh, our Sac State team this year, I think we're fifth, fourth or fifth in the country in three-point percentage at the end of the year and 12th or 13th in the country in field goal percentage. And so um, we had a great pick and roll game and we had a great post presence and, and some elite shooters and, and um, we can come at you in a lot of different ways offensively. You mentioned that Sacramento State program. You took that from three wins to 25 in two years. How'd you do that? Oh, the players. 
this thing's all about players. And um, so we were able to attract some really good talent. Um, and then uh, the, the pieces fit the system. And, um, and so this group, they were hungry. We inherited a group that went three and 22 and they, they didn't like that. And, uh, but they were, they were great kids. And then we upgraded the talent and mixed it with the blue collaredness of those kids. And, and it was a magical run that we got to have this year. Um, it was really special. Yeah, get your first Big Sky Championship, get to go to the NCAA tournament. I mean, uh, that had to be really rewarding for you. It was. The fan base, um, it, it was something, it was almost like we moved a mountain. It had never been done there on the men's side or the women's mm -hmm. side. And so the support and the community and how they rallied around this group was incredible. And, and it was the first league title, first uh, conference tournament title. First time men or women have played in the NCAA tournament, and so getting to go down to Pauley Pavilion and play UCLA, um, it, w it was an amazing experience. Coach, tell me a little bit about, if, if we talked about philosophy, but let's talk about the culture of your programs. Give me some sense as to what that's like. Yeah, you, uh, it's a sisterhood, and uh, we work really hard on the recruiting trail. Obviously, you need really talented players to win at an elite level. Um, but but it, the pieces have got to fit together um, on the court and off the court. And so building a, a healthy culture with high achieving young women is something that our staff is is really good at. Mm -hmm. And we work really hard to, to find those pieces and put it together. And, and I think that's how you can go from three wins to 25 wins in two years. Um, there's there's the basketball piece, but but more importantly, there's there's the culture piece. And, and we had that dialed in when when you talk to folks about you. Um, one of the phrases that came up more than once was, he's all in. Define that for me. Oh, you, you got to be all in in whatever you're doing. Um, and so building programs and creating a, a sisterhood and a healthy culture, um, figuring out how to win at an elite level. It's hard to win in college athletics. And in order to do that, our staff's got to be all in, our team's got to be all in. Uh, we all got to be pulling that rope in the same direction. And so um, I've, I've been fortunate to be able to to, to align people to do that. And I think this year you got to see that. I mean, it, it, winning 25 games is hard to do. Mm -hmm. And that group was all in. You've, uh, you've had success though everywhere you've been. Uh, prior to there, obviously at Oregon, what were you there, seven years or so, yeah. you made it to the final four, number one recruiting class uh, in the country. What was that experience like? What did you take from your days at Oregon that are with you today? Yeah, a lot. So we inherited a team that they went four and twenty-six before we got there, and um, it, uh, it it needed a lot of fixing. And um, so we uh, it started with culture, um, and then we, we at Oregon we were able to start attracting some of the best players from around the world, um, and it was um, a mixture of the elite McDonald's All-American kids blended with uh, some of the best players overseas. Um, and together, we, we were able to go really quickly. I think we played in an NCAA tournament in year three and uh, played in the final four in year five. And I think we had the number one team in the country with that year in 2020 when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. um, and that team didn't get a chance to play for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But tell you what, I don't think many people are going to beat that team. Yeah. You, who, who's the best basketball player in your house? <laughs> Not me. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> wife. Yes. Um, she was a point guard at Vanderbilt and um, was a really good point guard. and. Um, I, shoot, in my house, I'm like the third or fourth best coach. Um, my brother's a longtime boys high school coach and very successful up there in the Northwest. And 
My father-in-law had a very successful coaching career at the high school level in women's basketball, and so I, uh, I got a lot of wisdom to pull from. You, uh, you, you did play, though. Let's, I know you're being humble, but you played at Hawaii. Uh, the Horned Frogs just missed you. Uh, it left the league right before you arrived there at Hawaii, uh, Hawaii. For a guy that TCU fans will remember, Riley Wallace, who was a great character. He and Billy Tubbs had a great relationship back in the day. What, what did you learn from him? Man. Riley was an old-school cowboy gunslinger, no-nonsense, straight shooter. Um, loved him to death in his approach. I mean, he was just brutally honest. You knew where you stood with Riley. Um, and he got his teams to play hard. Um, and so there's, there's aspects of his coaching philosophy and how he, how he handled his players that, that impact how I coach, for sure. When you, uh, when you come to TCU, obviously you get the, the benefit of being in Fort Worth and a, a great campus and a great institution like this, but you also have to play in the Big 12. Yeah. Tell me what you know about Big 12 women's basketball. Great league for basketball. Great league. I just got to watch Oklahoma up close and in person down there in the NCAA tournament. Um, they were in the same pod that us and UCLA were in. So I got to watch them compete against Portland and then watch the game the following day against UCLA. But um, they're, they're doing an unbelievable job there. And Vic at Texas has turned that program around since he's taken it over. But, but it's a deep league. There's a lot of different styles of play, um, a lot of talent in the league. And uh, so we got our work cut out for us. The way the transfer portal works now in basketball, that can be a real benefit to building a program quickly. Tell me your thoughts on utilizing the portal for your benefit. Yeah, I think, I think everybody's still trying to figure that out, but the, the portal uh, really helped us at Sac State. Um, last year, our point guard was MVP of the league um, and was a fifth-year uh, portal player that we got for one season, and uh, she came in and crushed it. And that was the first time uh, Sac State had had a player of the year. And then this year, our point guard, a new portal kid, a fifth-year kid, came in and was MVP of the league. Um, and had an unbelievable season, and that's who carried us to the NCAA tournament. And so the portal for the, over the last two years has been a huge part of how we've built Sac State. And so I think everybody's trying to figure out how you blend the high school recruiting with the portal, and I think you need a, a mixture of both. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, we're, we're, we plan to do that, and, and obviously here in Texas, you have an unbelievable recruiting base uh, to pull high school kids from, and then you also have a base of kids that want to come back home. Um, and so we're, we're going to figure out how to blend those two. The rumor is you're going to hit the road in Texas today, am I right? Yes, we'll be out recruiting and uh, we, we, we got a little window, we got about a week before that window closes and it was March 1st through the 30th, so we're a little behind, um, but we're going to see what kind of damage we can do over the next week. I love it. All right, final thought. You, uh, you had multiple chances to go other places. What stood out about TCU for you? Why this one? It, uh, first of all, aligns with my faith. Uh, and that's, that's a big part of it, while also allowing you to compete at the highest level. And football and men's basketball have shown that. And um, there's no reason the women's program shouldn't be competing for Big 12 championships and competing for Final Fours and competing on the biggest stage. And so it truly has everything. Um, you have an unbelievable recruiting base in Texas, um, which I think is the best high school talent base in our country. Um, you have the, these beautiful resources and facilities. You got every bell and whistle you need. Um, so you, you have everything and the sky's the limit. And so it's up to us and our staff to get it done. I'm looking forward to working with you. I think this is gonna be a fun ride. Oh, Glad you're here. Thank you, Glad, excited to be here. Thank you, Mark, good to see you. All right, 
More of Frogs Today coming up next after this timeout. At Higginbotham, we put people first. So we simply start by listening to you. Whether you're searching for customized insurance, HR, or financial solutions to protect your home, car, health, business, or employees, our specialists are here to serve you, the people you care about, and your success. Higginbotham, insurance, HR, and financial services, inspired by you. Texas-based Happy Water offers the best-tasting, sugar-free kids' drink ever made. Happy Water comes in four delicious flavors that you can find at local retailers and on Amazon. Each pouch contains zero grams of sugar, zero calories, and zero percent juice. Head to happydrinks.com for more information and to purchase Happy Water. That's H-A-P-I drinks.com. Live happy. Be happy. Drink happy. Dave's Hot Chicken is a cult favorite and now has two locations in Fort Worth, Bryant Urban Road on I-20 and Berry Street at TCU, both owned and operated by Horned Frogs. Mention the Frogs Today Show and get 10% off anytime and order online at daveshotchicken.com. The Flying Tea Club provides the everyday TCU fan and alum the ability to specifically support TCU student-athletes. Flying Tea Club offers three levels of memberships. The Flying Tea Club is a nonprofit organization supporting the brand development of TCU student-athletes through a series of unique event-based networking opportunities, which are exclusive to our members. These events provide a great social engagement tool for our members and student-athletes alike. Follow them on Instagram at Flying Tea Club or online at flyingteaclub.com. Frogs today back in the Flying Tea Club studios here for our final segment here on the Friday. Drop the, drop the coat and everything. Get more casual with my man Chauncey Franks who joins us right now uh, from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at TCU, life coaches, all kinds of yeah. titles you have. I never, you, yeah. know, I, I, you know, I just call you a good dude. I yeah, hope you're okay well, with that. Man, I appreciate yeah, that. But I want to get you on because you got a big event coming up. It's always one of my favorite events of the year. It's April 20th. Mm-hmm. It's a Thursday night at TCU. Uh, it's the Night of Champions, right? Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. So, man, April 20th is our Night of Champions event, and it's the night where we celebrate all what God is doing on the campus of TCU through the ministry of FCA. And so you get an opportunity here for several of our coaches from, from football, from, from volleyball, from men's basketball, and several others. But more importantly that, you get a chance to hear from our students yes. uh, the impact that it's having on our life. And the thing that I love about it, it brings the city of Fort Worth together, it brings the community together, and it just highlights what God is doing and building faith and character on the campus of TCU. And, and folks, for those of you who may not realize, there's a thousand people or so at this event mm-hmm. in the indoor facility at it TCU. And to me, you, you touched on it, the most moving part, the, the, the most special part of the night is hearing from those student athletes yep. and the impact that Fellowship of Christian Athletes have had on them. Because, you know, we, we think everything's all hunky-dory if you're oh, a student yeah. athlete. Yep. But they go through trials and tribulations, yes. you know, every day. And that base yep. of Fellowship of Christian Athletes is yep. what plows them through sometimes, right? Man, I, I agree. And I think when people leave that event, they are so encouraged by the faith of those young adults. Yes. But also, too, they're encouraged just to see the power of God yep. at work. Because I think often times in our lives, sometimes our heart, our spiritual light can be dim. Yeah. But when you get the chance to hear the testimonies of others and hear the activity of what God is doing, what it does for you is it brightens your light. And so that when you leave there, you're encouraged to go back and be a light in your community as well. And, and here's the other thing. We talk about the trials and tribulations on a day-to-day basis for these student athletes. Some of them come in 
mm -hmm. having suffered issues oh, or, or had had uh, valleys in their life. Yeah. And uh, without FCA, I'm not so sure they'd get through that first year sometimes. Man, I, I've heard plenty of students over the years say, man, I don't know where I would be without Fellowship Christian Athletes. Yeah. I don't know where I would be without having a character coach. Right. You know, even when we, our last chapel of the year, getting ready to go into the national championship game, getting on the elevator, Max walks up to Coleman and I, and just tapped us on the shoulder and said, hey man, I just want to thank y'all uh, that these chapels have had a tremendous impact on my life. And I never missed any over the years. And I didn't realize that he was at every single one yeah. over the course of his time here at TCU. Do you realize, and, we, and we're blessed and fortunate at this event to hear from those student athletes, mm -hmm. uh, but do you realize how blessed you are to work with them every day? Man, I was thinking I've been here 13 years now and what God has allowed us to build. I mean, we have one of the best, strongest FCA programs, I would say, in the nation. Oh, yeah, find uh, me a t better one. I, 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 I'd prove you wrong. Now. I don't we, think you and can. And we hear from major universities all the time, hey, how do y'all do what y'all do? And yeah. that, that is with the university approval and then with the support of individuals investing back into this, uh, into FCA. So I do realize that having an opportunity to see a student when they get here their freshman year, to see them graduate, to officiate their wedding, uh, to to pray for their new babies, uh, it, it, is a, it is a blessing. To baptize them in your swimming pool. To baptize them in the swimming pool. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, yep. it, it takes, a, it, it is a life journey. It is, it and, is. And I think that's what's important to hear that character coach, that life and character yes. coach. Yeah. That, is, that does not end when they graduate. Oh, no. It, it doesn't end when practices end. Oh, no. no it, it continues on for life. Man, in a lot of ways, their 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 life pastor, their yeah. life friend, their yeah. life mentor, their life coach. And yeah. So it, it's an honor. All right, talk to me about your staff because I love those yeah. folks. I mean, you, you've put together an amazing group of people to lead these young people. Well, we got Coleman Maxwell from La Mesa, Texas. He's been here with me, I think, nine years now. He does a phenomenal job working with our football team and our our uh, men's basketball team and also help lead into our Monday night FCA huddle. Uh, we have Carrie. Hold on, before you go any uh -huh. further. The only thing that str I struggle with with Coleman mm -hmm. is that, uh, tell folks where you're from, by the way. Just I'm say, from Lockhart, Texas, you're from the Lock barbecue capital of Texas. Exactly, you're from Lockhart. And mm -hmm. so these arguments as to who, what's better, the, the Mexican food in La Mesa <laughs> or, the, or the barbecue in yeah. Lockhart, I mean, yeah. he will not back down. No, no. He loves that no. West Texas he, Mexican He loves food. it, but it's that West Texas, he's blind. He yeah, exactly, what is that about. what it is? All right, yeah. sorry, I interrupted. No. <laughs> uh, we have Mitchell Traver. If yes. you've been around the TCU community, uh, Mitchell Traver, who went to TCU, was a pitcher right. uh, at TCU and just a fantastic young man. But we were able to hire him uh, last October. He is our baseball focus. Uh, character coach yeah. who is pouring into the baseball team and is doing a phenomenal job. And you've been with him every step of the way in his life. He's an example. He's a kid that I mentored his freshman year, walked with him through all the highs and lows yep. at TCU, through the injuries, through overcoming injuries, to officiating his wedding. Yep. Uh, my kids were in his wedding. I love that. And three years out of being, you know, being in the work world, uh, he felt the Lord was calling him to FCA, and so we were able to hire and bring him on staff. That's awesome. And, and then you got a couple others. And then we have uh, Carrie Casey. Uh, she's a young lady from uh, Sam Houston State mm -hmm. that we were able to recruit from Sam Houston, and uh, she came on campus and fell in love, and she does a fantastic job uh, with our women's coaches and athletes. Yeah, and I, I think that's important that we emphasize the buy-in from these coaches mm -hmm. at TCU, too. Yeah. That Without that... It, it, it wouldn't be what it is today. 100%. Yeah. And, and I think what coaches see what we do is is that we are an extension of their staff. No like we don't call plays, but what we you are could. there. I mean, you could. We, we could call plays, yeah. <laughs> but but what we but what we do do is we're, we're calling plays of life, that yeah. we're coaching the heart. And, and not only coaching the heart of the athletes, but also coaching the heart of our coaches as well, too. Right. Because we all know this, that 
coaches are pouring themselves out consistently. Yeah. Athletes are pouring themselves out consistently. And so what we do is we come back and pour in and also too help them to have their identity, not necessarily in their sport. Their sport is what they do, right. but having their identity in Christ and how they can glorify God through their sports, through their academics, and through the character and the decisions that they're making day in and day out. Well, I think you're going to add another one to that list. We just heard Mark Campbell's press conference here mm -hmm. earlier, and I think he's going to be standing right there with you. Well, I, I look forward to meeting Coach. Yeah, Excited that, that he's here. That's going to be fun. All right, before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot here okay. because uh, last time you were here, we were talking about trying to assist in putting a facility together. Yep. Uh, we're still working on that, right? We are. We yeah. are. And, and if folks want to find out more info about that or about TCUFCA, mm -hmm. again, I'm putting you on the spot. But where, where can yeah. they go? You can go to www.tcufca.org. Yeah. Uh, we'll also, too, have my number. My cell phone number is 214-621-6448. And yeah. that, what Brian was referencing, is the Impact House that yeah. is in conjunction uh, with the court ministry. Uh, if you follow us on social media, you probably saw all our TCU students yes. over at my in my house backyard playing on the court. <laughs> and what we want to do is provide a space that when they do come over, when you got 100 plus students that we can feed them, disciple them and invest in their lives. Yeah, it's a great, great ministry. I, uh, I'm honored to have you on here with us. Well, man, it's always a pleasure coming up here. All right, so that event here. is coming up April 20th. April 20th, and yep. you can go to tcufca.org to, to register uh, and to find out information about sponsorships. Doors open at six o'clock and a program starts at 6.30. Sounds great. All right, Chauncey Franks with the FCA joining us here on this Friday edition of Frogs Today. Always a pleasure to have him by. Hey, that's going to do it. Women's basketball intensive show this week, obviously. Welcoming in Coach Mark Campbell. Big weekend. We talked about it early on. You got baseball underway. You got tennis. You got beach volleyball. Plenty for you to do to support the Horned Frogs. Uh, we look forward to seeing you out there. We'll be back with you next week with more on this, including those Frogs Today daily updates from spring practice. Sonny Dykes' team in week number two starting next week of spring ball. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, share, like, most importantly, subscribe. Frogstoday.com and our YouTube channel as well. For our entire staff, uh, have yourself a great weekend. Thanks for joining us this week on Frogs Today. Frogs Today is brought to you by the Flying Tea Club, supporting TCU student-athletes. Frogs Today is a production of Roxo Media House. Media House.